GameZillaMedia.com. Video game makers believe that their products are starting to attract a whole new market. The voice of the gaming generation. The competition in this industry is so fierce, but we did manage to get a glimpse into the future. Real gaming opinions. The obvious question is, of course, how long will this smashing success last for video games? The last line of attack major gaming news. The GameZilla Podcast. Look, that comes one of the Welcome to the Games of the Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me remotely once again, the one and only Deadite Knight. And of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Player One Miggy. Hey, what's hey. going on? How's it going, guys? I'm, I'm excited to return and uh, thank everyone in our podcast community for the support with us taking the week off last week that, last week that was due to a personal matter in my life. So again, thanks everyone for their patience, and I'm just super excited to talk PlayStation. Absolutely, um, you know, the, the one thing I've come to learn time and time again is this community is really family, and uh, you know, we're just super thankful to have uh, the best community out there when it comes to gaming, internet, wh- however you want to look at us. It's a great group of people. So, thanks for all the love and support. We appreciate it. We're happy to be back, and uh, this is episode. 315 of the Games Little Podcast, and uh, that's brought to you by our patrons. Yeah, thank you so much to all of our supporters at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. If you are not a patron and you're listening to this podcast, you're cheating yourself out of some quality bits of entertainment there at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Every single show that's part of the GameZilla Media Network offers you a f- bonus show right there as part of our patreon uh there are there are some some little perks of that one dollar level that's that's the entry level but five dollars a month that's the sweet spot that's where you get access to those exclusive shows so please consider uh contributing to the life of gamezilla media it it ain't ain't free running a podcast so we appreciate so much the people that give us uh, give us a little bit of money every single month so we can continue to produce this show uh, and bring you our gaming opinions and uh, gaming-related shows. So go to GameZillaMedia.com, learn more, and of course, Patreon.com slash GameZillaMedia. I like how you fit that extra URL in there, real smooth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just throwing things out there. <laughs> I had to pull the bus back just just, just to make sure we, we, we pointed that out. But anyways... Um, <laughs> If you uh, can't hang out here live on Mixer.com slash GamesLamedia every Monday night uh, or you start the show here but you can't finish it, just remember that every show is full full episodes on YouTube, YouTube.com. Just search for GamesLamedia. You will find all of our great content over there on YouTube. Um, but, yeah, um, we got a big show. We had some news hit on Thursday, last Thursday, right? Was it, Yeah, it was last Thursday that Sony took, took their, uh, did their show. And we knew it was the future of gaming. We knew it was going to be focused around video games. And that was about it. We weren't sure if we were going to for sure see hardware or anything like that. And um, I think I will just start off the show by saying I was pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly. That, that's the word I really want to focus on. In a uh, track record history of Sony of most of recent years, I have not been a big fan of Sony taking stage and doing anything other than taking their own shoe and shoving it into their mouth. So for them to... <laughs> I would say mouth. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm just trying to be a little PC here. Um, but 
for for uh, for them to come out and have a good show like they did, I was really happy to see because I did not. Uh, I feel like ever since the PS4 Pro, there hasn't really been a good show from Sony, and and obviously that counts several events where they just didn't show up at all. So, um, you know. Obviously, they can't do that anymore because we got next gen around the corner and they have to take the stage. And I think they finally did it in a way that like felt good. It felt Xbox-esque as far as we're going to let the games speak for themselves. We're going to let we're going to let our stuff speak for itself. And they kept it kept the show moving. And, you know, so just from a from a, a high level perspective of this of this event that happened, I would I give praise to Sony for doing a pretty solid job. What do you guys think? I just missed the, the the banjo solo. I was looking forward to that this year, you know, with 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 uh, Last on. of Us being right around Come Last on. of Us Two being right around the corner. I needed my banjo. You're one of the Sony guys, and you're gonna go <laughs> and pull the banjo story out. I avoided it. <laughs> you would, I mean, if people were to bet money in Vegas right now as to who was gonna go ahead and trash someone with the banjo story, they would have put it all on Grim for sure. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm a Sony guy, but you know, I'm, I'm also a realist. I'm I'm no. I'm no fanboy when it comes to the consoles and console wars, you know. But I'm I'm pleasantly I was pleasantly pleased with uh with Sony showing this year. And I it was the it was the first time it felt like Sony put to put together a cohesive thought to inform the public in like three years. I can't yep. remember the last time it just felt like <laughs> they executed a game plan in a way that made any sort of sense. Cause even their last couple E3s, you're like, what the hell is going on here? And then you look at what Microsoft's doing and you go, yes, that's what I wanted. Why can't Sony do that? And at least like, at least like Sony was like, here are some games. Here is our system. There you go. You know stuff about it. So Yeah, and there's still like question marks out there. There's still some things we didn't get, but I don't think there was necessarily big big question marks that were that left people upset i guess is how how i would look yeah. at it so i mean you know we still don't have a price tag right let's just get let's get these things out of the way that, that we don't need to really discuss that much to, on today's show we have no idea on a price there's some rumors out there we'll, we'll we'll uh we'll dive into that a little bit but um we don't know fully backwards compatibility um information we do know that there is testing going on this was coming from CEO of Sony, uh, uh, Sony America. And so we know that there's testing with over 4,000 games. And so, I mean, they're doing something. But uh, it sounded very much like PS4 only. And it still leaves that question mark of, well, what about PS1, PS2, PS3? Um, just in, in the sense that Xbox has already come out and said, you're going to get Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One, all on the Series X. So now people are going to play that comparison game, of course. But what we did get to find out was there's a big list of games and they weren't afraid to show some 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 big AAA first party, um, you know, what would I call them? Cinematic love trailers with some gameplay you know I, i'm not gonna get too picky on the gameplay it was very little but i but i don't feel like anybody else has done a better job of showing gameplay yet so i can't really sit there and dog them because no one's come out and been like besides epic games showing us a really impressive demo um no you know at, uh, microsoft sony i don't care who you are you're they're not we're not seeing it yet and so 
to get um some teases for a new piece of Spider-Man and you know uh, Square Enix's new project and you know even some new IPs that looked interesting enough that they were exciting to me like that demolition futuristic car game that looked pretty wild nothing I had ever seen before and then of course following it up with stuff that we do know that we are familiar with like a Jack um uh, Ratchet and Clank I almost went Jack and Dexter but Ratchet and Clank and of course the one that was everything I was hoping for a new horizon zero dawn right so um we got to see games the grand turismo was there right when a game that i think has fallen more and more out of out of favor for race car um game game enthusiasts but you know this could be that comeback this could be that full-fledged game that people have been waiting for and um you know we got to see a lot in between all of that so game wise you guys can pick your favorite, maybe pick what, what excited you the most. Maybe pick something that you're like, why was it even in there? I don't, you know, your call. But I think everybody already knows mine. It's Horizon Zero Dawn was everything I was hoping for. We didn't get to really see gameplay, but I got to see a giant robotic snapping turtle and I was done. I was like, here, whenever that game comes out, it's when I'm buying a PS5. But I'm not going to get it at launch because Horizon Zero Dawn is not coming out at launch. I don't believe it is. They didn't tell us. So that was really my letdown and my highlight. I was like, here it is, here it is, here it is. And then they were like, cool, we'll tell you more later. And I was like, and there it goes. Thanks for, thanks for Metroiding me there like Nintendo does every damn show. So, um, yeah, I, I was a little bit like just pumped up and then literally just baseball batted off of my pedestal. So what about uh, what about you, Deadite? Dude, I mean, bug snacks. Bug Snacks had me just thinking that I just need to own a video game that's bugs eating food and turning into that food. I was like, I don't even know why I would buy any other video game or pre-order anything between now and when Bug Snacks comes out. Um, I mean, obviously I'm joking, but there, um, there's a lot of hype with me about what was shown off Spider-Man wise, because we know I love Spider-Man on PlayStation 4. They showed off Spider-Man Miles Morales, where you're playing as Miles, which looked beautiful, looks very exciting. There's still like conflict going around of is it us is it like an expansion? Is it its own game? Like I feel like I've seen a couple different conflicting reports where no one's really sure if this is gonna be like a mini uh standalone story or its own game it, it's, i just uh, feel like there's been some conflict on it no it's been confirmed now that it is a standalone yeah. it's a standalone game in the sense like um lost legacy uncharted lost legacy was where okay. it's like it's an uncharted 4 game that so really think about it where it's like okay we're going to take the spider-man engine that we built on spider-man and we're going to make this this 40 dollar expansion that's its own disc but it is technically yeah. built on the old which is not that old, but the old um, engine. And, yeah. but it's going to have it features that, you know, can utilize PS5 technology, right? So, with that all being said, is loading times and things like that are going to be fantastic, but our gra but fidelity graphics and all that type of stuff might be, you know, close to what we've already, we were already used to, which with a cartoony Spider Man, it, it's okay. It's not a bad thing. Spider Man looks pretty damn good. I've been noticing that a lot with what I feel like is this generation of 
un, these this unveil of the generation. I haven't seen, and because like you said, we've seen a lot of cinematic trailers. I haven't seen much in the way of in-game footage that's mind-blowing. And I think that's going to be that this is the generation where, you know, 4K gaming and eventually up to 8K gaming. And we're talking about the ray tracing and the lighting and that sort of stuff is going to make games pop more. But I think especially the first couple of years, we're not going to have our minds blown like we have in other generational jumps. So it makes sense that, you know, Xbox is just going to, you know, they said everything's going to be compatible across the entire Xbox series of families for the first two years. And then we're looking at, you know, I, I think there won't be a, we'll have a lot of games like the Spider-Man Miles Morales that's still built on old engines because Unreal 5 isn't even out yet, you know? Yeah, we won't get Unreal 5 until uh, into um, 2021. Yeah. Beginning of 2021 is what they're saying. Which, now, does that mean there are companies that are already built, you, you know, like, um, example, in-house in at Epic, mm-hmm. you can imagine the Fortnite team and other, and maybe Psyonic and things like that might have access to Unreal Engine 5 to some extent already. It's yeah. that third-party support that people are going to be able to get access to and start to convert their Unreal 4 engine projects or uh, and you know enhance them and all that type of stuff that's going to happen in 2021, which, I mean, this is normal, right? New generation, yeah, we might get one, two, I'd say two to five titles out the gate that really are, impress us, and everything else is kind of mediocre to bad. And then you have to wait for that next wave, right? You have to wait for that first wave after launch to really start to see people. They're like, oh, we understand this this build. We understand these engines. We understand the architecture of the systems better. And that's when you start to see that next po- that next level of of uh, you know <clears throat> fidelity and, and and frame rates and particle effects and all that type of stuff starting to kick in. But you always you also have to look at the fact of like you you have your breath of the wilds you have your original halos you have your you know those games that hit at launch that are iconic groundbreaking games that establish a generation for a for a console because it gets such a good head start who's going to have that you know and Sony right now has shown us some big some big hitters, but not necessarily for launch window. And that's that's the question mark is that, yeah, Miles Morales, Spider-Man is going to be really cool and a lot of people are going to enjoy it. That's not that's unfortunately, I, I don't believe a not I don't even want to call it a full game, but, it, you know, it, it's a it's its own game. I get that it's its own disc or its own download, but it's not. As of right now, the way that I'm going to put it, it's not a full-fledged game that's going to be up for Game of the Year, mm-hmm. like Spider-Man was. I mean, but wasn't um did uh the Uncharted was it Lost Legacy whatever did what, did that get mentioned for anything? Because I mean, technically, but wasn't that a full game? Yeah, but I just mentioned Game of the Year. I didn't mention any award. I mean, yeah. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. But did it get nominated for anything for like Game of the Year or anything? I have or... no idea. I don't I, remember. I don't, play, I don't play Uncharted, so Naughty Dog gets nominated for everything because because they're Naughty Dog. So I would imagine <laughs> that they definitely had some awards. I'm sure, but mm-hmm. you know, again, um, Lost Legacy wasn't a launch title. Right, right. You know, we're not talking. We're talking. Okay, Miles Morales Spider-Man Edition versus Breath of the Wild. 
you know, well, like easily Spider Man, easily Spider Man. That that's that that you know, like when we think about it that way, or like uh, PS. What did let's let's look at let's just look at this current gen wrap PS4 versus Xbox One. I don't feel Xbox One had a strong launch window, unless I'm missing mm-hmm. something. I don't remember anything. You know, people were talking Dude, about Rise, Rise goat, for man. God's sakes. You know, Rise man. Yeah, Rise. Um, but <laughs> but PS4 also had, you know. Everyone was hoping that uh, Killzone Shadowfall was going to be something that it wasn't, which would have been like the third time that Killzone was something that it wasn't. And then we had Rayman Legends, which was a fantastic game and under the radar. But like, what what launch title did PS4 have? Like launch title. I'm not talking like Infamous Second Son that came out like right after, but at launch, what was their game? So Order 1886. That wasn't a launch title. I thought it was. Mm-mm, no. It was a, I thought it was a it was, $50 I think it was, launch title. I think it was 60. supposed to be, and then it got delayed. That, that game got that game was end, ended up being delayed, and then, of course, it was only eight hours long, and people got mad because it was $60 oh. still. Though I would love another 18, or, uh, Order 1866. I would love a sequel. Love it. I'll play that because I think I'd like that game a lot. Oh, you would love that game. Yeah. It was yeah. Like eight or, hours. I could, I could put that down and, uh, you know, yeah. just two months of one hour play sessions because that's my style i, I beat it in one day like I, I actually i started saturday saturday morning and like by the time it was like 11 o'clock saturday evening i finished it and i was satisfied because i only spent ten dollars on it yeah so with that all being said though i mean we saw things like gran turismo that does seem to be um gonna be in that launch window so that's 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 a big deal but does xbox follow up with the next forza um because we're due for forza motorsports uh what eight forza motorsports eight i think mm-hmm. um you know so then you have direct competition where when halo hits at launch what what does playstation bring and so you know, it's those types of questions, though, that when we were looking at these games and we were like, yeah, that's cool, but there's no date. Yeah, that's cool, but you said 20, you didn't even give me a month, you just said 2021. Yeah, that's cool, but it's not a launch title. And I don't know, for me, I was happy with their game selection, but I was a little underwhelmed where I was expecting every, like, I really wanted them to show me what the win- what the launch window was going to look like, and we didn't get that. And I don't know if that's because they are they're still trying to figure that out and trying to build a launch um in, you know library that's that's worthy of the PS5 or or what. But we really only saw a lot of projects that are probably that second wave that we were talking about earlier. They're probably they're probably that second wave, possibly the third wave of big titles. Yeah, where, where's the killer app? Where's the system seller? Yeah. You know, I mean, the killer app where, is that we're getting we, GTA Five again, dude. That was the what? That's that's like how they started this presentation. Like, I'm like, why are we seeing Grand Theft Auto Five to kick off the PlayStation Five announcement? They're like, everyone's good in Grand Theft Auto with their PlayStation Five. I'm like, who asked for that? Haven't, hasn't everyone played GTA Five enough right now? Like that's how you're gonna lead your show and lead your hype is with so, a game that's successful currently. I'm not gonna disrespect the game's success it's had this generation, but that's that's not that's not starting the hype train off right. That's that's starting the hype train up like going uphill. Started downhill. Started started rolling. Started cruising. And Grand Theft Auto didn't do that for me. So go so. Oh, go ahead. Oh. 
Oh no, I was I was just gonna say, I mean, so I think two things. One, um, I'm interested to see if they're just porting it to the next gen console or if they're doing anything behind the scenes because when they ported it from uh from PS3 to PS4, they added a bunch more. So we have more wildlife running around, we've got better graphics, we got first person view. So I mean, who knows? They might have added some more stuff going on with the PS uh PS5. Uh we might, you know, have VR now. I'm I'm just just kidding, but I would like to see what else they're doing. Uh, if they're going to do anything else to it. And then two, um, notice how they started off the show. They 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 hit us with the GTA, then they went to uh, Spider-Man Miles. I mean, GTA is money. You know, a lot of people are still hyped for that. They're going to sell. They're going to make money with GTA. Um, GTA is free I just on the think... PS5. So, I mean, microtrans- GTA GTA is free on the PS5. They announced that it's free. So... I mean, they're gonna make money. They're gonna make money off microtransactions, but yeah. I mean, the game is ten ten years old. Like, I just I don't know. It, it's, I agree. No, I agree. Everyone, everyone's sitting here asking for GTA GT uh, GTA Six, right? Everyone's asking for that next version, and instead of giving us a teaser that is in production, we get the fact that what well, we already expected. I'm not shocked that this is coming to the PS5. It'd be stupid as not. It'd be the same dumb. <laughs> it'd be the same decision of like, well, Fortnite's not going to come to the PS5. It's I put that in the same category. Any free to play game that doesn't come to the PS5, you're just throwing money away. Same with the Xbox Series X. Like if you're not bringing your War- Warframe and and whatever other free game you can download, then I don't know what you're thinking. Or your game's so archaic that it can't it can't run on the new system. Eat one way or the other. Like that's just bad business. So. You know, yeah, bring five over, but talk about six pretty soon because people did. People looked at you as a joke with that announcement because it was like, "Thank you, Captain of the USS Obvious." Didn't know you were going to bring your one of your biggest money makers over uh, to the new system. That that's a shocker to me. I don't know, but leading into Spider Man, that was you're right. Like Spider Man being right after that, I was like, "Oh wow." You know, you figured that might be one of those things you hold till the end. But then when it turned out to be a 28-second clip that was zero gameplay and just, and just you know, some really pretty uh, CGI, you were like, oh, okay, cool. Well, is that a real, is that a full game? Is that the sequel? Is that a DLC? Is that going to be on PS4 and PS5? Is that, like, right? That's That's what you ended up creating from your fan base was... Well, that can't be a sequel, can it? Like that can't be a PS5 exclusive, can it? That can't be a, you know. And it's holiday 2020, so what is it? And you know, and it forced Sony and um, I don't mind Insomniac to come out and make a statement literally t- less than 24 hours later because people were like, you know, the rumors started to fly. They were like, oh, it's just DLC. It's just DLC. You're gonna be able to add it on. <laughs> And, and then they're like, no, 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 it's not DLC. It's its own standalone thing that's gonna, you know, that's gonna utilize PS5's enhanced functionality, you know. So, like, very exciting for us because I really like Spider-Man, but also kind of like missed message, right? Like, like just didn't 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 hit the home run and, and kind of left a little bit of a mess there that they had to clean up. And then that led into a series of games that were like, well, yeah. Me, you know, like there were games that Miggy were definitely that definitely excited Miggy that I wasn't interested in. Like, uh, um, I think 
uh, oh my god, why can't I, uh, Yuka, Yakuza. Oh yeah, like a dragon. Yeah. 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 Um, we had Project, what was Project, uh, Square Enix's game. Which, Project Attila uh, or something? Pragmata. Oh no, I'm sorry, a, that wasn't that like, that yeah, Pro- Project Attila, yeah. Wasn't that yeah. Um, a 2022 date on it or something like that? <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> like, you okay. gotta wait for that. <laughs> like, okay, okay, the future of gaming, got it. We're looking out quite a ways. <laughs> Dude, they let you know. They let you know as soon as we got into it, like, this is about the future of gaming. Like, they didn't say near future. They didn't say next couple months, just the future. <laughs> they could have shown you a, a hologram coming out of R2-D2 and told you you could play and You'd be like, I guess that's true. It's the future. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> You got me, Sony. Now, Ghostwalker here on, on Mixer.com slash Games Media is saying uh, COD Cold War could be the launcher, but that's supposed to drop in September, October. That's still third party, though. Like, even if they have exclusive content, it's still third party. I want to know what Sony's doing. Where's God of War? Where's Horizon Zero Dawn? When's, the, when's Last of Us Part Two going to be ready for PS5 if it's if it's... Day one, then great. If it's you know, that's a launch title. Yeah, right. It needs to be. You know, where you know, Ratchet and Clank. We I don't think we got a uh, a solid date on. We just got to see some impressive world transferring with like no load times. Like Ratchet and Clank preview showed us what the SSD can do in the PS5 as far as it was. They were shifting through dimensions and time. And it was instantaneous. There was no asset loading. There was no, you know, um, fake loading screens where you have to go, you know, through this hallway to get to the next room. It just happened live. That was showing you what the PS5 is going to do. Yeah, it's what's going to be able to do with the PS5 in the sense of just world loading in real time. And so that was cool. But we at the same time, they were like, yep, we'll tell you more later. And it's like, okay, cool. I feel like Ratchet and Clank could definitely be a solid little launch title for you that, you know, for, for a game that's popular, but also like needs to not be surrounded by big hitters, I think in order for it to really do its to, to achieve its full potential. And so, um, I think it would make a good launch title, but we didn't get that news. And then obviously horizon zero domigate, we didn't get that news and you know, everything in between was third party or just kind of off the wall indie stuff that yeah it was cool but it wasn't anything that was like a system seller. So I think we've I think we've beat on games enough. Was there any last comments we wanted to make on 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 the uh on the game selection? Is there any Resident specific? Evil 5? Yes. Resident Evil Village is it number 5? Yeah, Res- I'm sorry, Resident Evil was it 8 it's Village? Eight, eight, 8 yeah, cuz Village, yes. yeah. Yeah. Give it here. I'm not a Resident Evil fan, and that trailer had me thinking, like, okay, is this finally where I try a Resident Evil game? Because it looked really cool to me. Yeah, I mean, it plays. Yeah, keep... It plays very much like it. Look, they went with the what they did with Seven, right? Like, yep. the yep. appearance of it and, and everything. So, um, and then of course, seeing Chris at the end of the trailer is just a huge fan. Like, if you're if you're a fan of Resident Evil, like I'm not even a huge fan of Resident Evil, but I but like Chris. Is like, um, he's like that one character that like I did connect to throughout the games I did play. So for hey, me, I was like, okay, yeah, that's cool. Chris went from lifting boulders to like you know popping caps. You know, I'm like he look, <laughs> he looks like he needs a hug now. I'm like, who are yeah. why are you so angry, sir, sir? Yeah, definitely, <laughs> uh, I, a di- definitely, I, I, definitely I different looking, can... Chris. 
I don't think we can gloss over the fact that they announced a new little big planet game mm. called Sa- was it Sackboy Adventure? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sa- yep. Sackboy a big adventure. And it's more of a 3D platformer than uh than the little big planet games were. I mean, who doesn't love Sackboy? Right, but but the big question mark is why didn't Media Molecule make it? It's not made sure by it's Sumo Digital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was the weird thing. Like that was the weird. That was instantly my like. I saw I saw Sackboy. I was like, oh man, we haven't seen this in a while. This is cool. And then I was like, wait a minute, Media Molecule's not making this. Mm-hmm. And so like it instantly turned into why did Sony like redistribute like its IP to a different pu- to a different publisher or I'm sorry, a different developer. I mean, Dreams ain't gonna support itself whenever it comes out. If Dreams <laughs> ever comes out, Dreams is already Dreams out. Be... Dreams might make it to the PS5 if it ever comes out. Dreams is already out. <laughs> I own a copy of it, man. I don't believe that. Sackboy was made completely the entirely. The future of gaming. Grim owns Dreams. I get it. We're talking about the future. <laughs> he got the early release copy. It's not. All, it's not street. It's not street release yet. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like. Uh, I, I'm excited by it because it's been gone long enough, and I I feel like it's it's good timing. But I'm also just kind of curious as to why a different developer is uh, using it. And at first, I thought it was because oh, this looks like like you said like you said. This reminds me of Minecraft Dungeons, for example, right? And this is a bad example because of who the, the same company made Minecraft Dungeons. But Minecraft Dungeons is like a different idea of Minecraft. It's not Minecraft. It's Diablo looks like Minecraft. Mm-hmm. This that's what this looked like to me. This three D platform. I was like, oh, okay, maybe a different company made this because like it's not any, it's it's not like um, Little Big Planet. Mm-hmm. But then as we watched the trailer more and more and more, I was like, this is looking more and more like Little Big Planet. Except they didn't call it the next Little Big Planet. They called it Sackboy's Adventure, which. You know, you and I understand what Sackboy is, but in the end, like Little Big Planet has bigger has a bigger impact in the sense of what a PlayStation IP is versus Sackboy, and I just think it's it's a it's weird. It's weird, and I need to know more. I like Sumo, like I like that developer, so it's it's not a bad thing. I don't feel like they, there's a bad developer at the helm, but it was just weird. It's what it what it kind of would be like to me is if. Once the game reminds me of Super Mario 3D World, it does like the, the gameplay reminded me of that. If you were to find out that Nintendo decided to contract a different developer outside of Nintendo to make a Mario 3D platform game, like why isn't Nintendo, why isn't R&D one or whoever makes like the, the Mario games now, why aren't they making that? Why was that contract out? Even though it still is in line with what they do. So it is interesting but I'm yeah. still excited for it. I'm still sack. excited. Yeah, absolutely. The multiplayer aspect of it looked a lot, like a lot of fun. So, and yeah, I mean, again, I, I don't want to sit here and say that it was a bad show because I feel like there were games in there that were cool. I, I saw, um, um, I'm sorry. I, I want to scroll back up in the chat here. I think it was super Lars, I believe. Not, I, I apologize, but someone was making comment about Grand. Yeah, it was super large. I believe was making comments about um, Grand Turismo and how how excited I am. And my 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 initial thought of that game was it doesn't look better than Forza. That's what I thought. Current I had that exact current thought. Forza. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, exactly. That's why I'm not impressed by what I've, what I've been shown so yeah, far. Yeah, I was like, sure, it's a new racer. Sure, maybe it's in a different uh, country or different tracks so I can, you know, I'm not racing the same things over and over again because I've burned myself out of my current racing games. So, like, in the sense of just having new content and maybe some different cars that are exclusive to the game and stuff like that, um, yeah, I mean, maybe, but at the same time, I want to see what I want to see what Forza, the new Forza is going to look like. Because to me, I feel like Forza 8's going to hit, Forza Motorsports 8's going to hit, and we're going to forget about Gran Turismo real quick. That's my that's my thought on this, is that Gran Turismo 7 did not look like it needed to look to me. When we watched Dirt, whatever it was, the, the latest Dirt that was in that trailer mm-hmm. for the Xbox Series X, I looked at it and I go, wow, for Dirt, that looks pretty impressive. <laughs> right like that's what that was my comment and then my follow-up was imagine what Forza is going to look like if dirt looks like that imagine what Forza is going to look like and then when i saw it when when grand Turismo first like when i first realized what it was i was like oh cool i'm excited to see this and then by the t- end of the trailer i was like eh. so but that's been grand Turismo in the last like i feel like Three releases of, of Gran Turismo games have all been kind of eh. Three? I haven't cared about one since two. I mean, I, I haven't, haven't cared about you're, it you're right. I personally haven't cared about a Gran Turismo since two. You're right. But, I mean, I know there's hardcore fans, and I know some people, like, it's still a good, mechanically, it's still a good racing game. But I have a really, I don't want to say bad feeling. I have a good feeling that come July... When Xbox takes the stage to show first-party games, which is what they've already announced they're going to be doing uh, mid-July with their next Insider um, Insider Xbox show, is they're going to show us the new Forza. We're going to see the new Forza. We're going to get a ton of Halo news. We're going to get this stuff. And then that's where we're really going to be able to sit back and go, wow, either two things are going to happen. Either both companies are just kind of scattered and all over the place and we really don't have a good feeling on what next-gen is, or Xbox is going to come out swinging with these first party titles and we're going to and they're all going to be available, you know, a bunch of not all, but some of them are going to be available like Halo at launch and we're going to be like so Sony needs to like make another announcement here and let us know what their launch window is because right now they're behind again, right? So I don't know. We'll we'll see. we got to see what happens. We still need more information on that part, but you know, I know there's a lot of people worried about Halo. Ghost Walker was talking about it in the chat. He's he's a big uh, he's been involved in the Halo universe for a very long time. Um, but Halo Infinite still has like be worried or not. Halo Infinite is one of the like I don't want to say one of it. It is the hyped game of the Series X. Even though you can play it on the Xbox One, it is the launch game for the Series X. We have not had a Halo launch with an Xbox since the original Halo. Because Halo 5 wasn't a launch title. And then the previous Halos weren't launch titles. So, I mean, this is a big t- big window for Halo to become relevant again. And yes, it comes down to the developer being able to handle um, something that they necessarily haven't proven they can handle, which is the multiplayer community, the balancing game, you know, really, really realizing what the Halo community wants out of Halo. But I feel like... Halo Infinite is going to blow our minds because it is going to be a whole nother level of Halo in the sense that is 
we're going to be looking at a game as a service. We're going to be looking at something that evolves over time. We're going to be looking at not Halo, you know, the reason why it's not Halo 6 is because this is not, there, there's not going to be, like, this is going to be Halo Infinite, and we're going to ride it out similar to these games that are evolving year after year, uh, you know, even even shorter than that. Every three months, every six months, we're seeing evolution, you know, change and expansion and addition. So, I mean... If we're, t- if we're talking Halo, we can't forget the fact that Destiny announced this week that that's what they're doing. There's no right. Destiny 3 getting worked on. Right. Destiny 2 is going to continue to be supported and yeah. evolve. And, I mean, you can, yeah. it, it's hard to talk about what Halo could do without looking to Halo's past and seeing what Bungie is doing. Yeah, but if you, lo- if you told me that I could have Halo that was like Destiny in the sense of just that ever-growing world with with content that that continues to be shoveled at me even if it's behind paywalls i'm very interested in that because the thing i don't the thing i get tired of and gears of war has done it to me for years is here's your gears of war game we'll see in three years when you get the next gears of war game we'll see in three years when you get the gear gears of war game after that and like i've lived that world for five games now you know more than that if you count the prequels and stuff and I, you know, I would would love to see Gears take take a a similar approach at this because it's a it's a business model that's been proven. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at how many games are doing it now. So, yeah, yeah. That, but that I mean that that's that's where we're at. I think there's a lot of a lot of questions in the air still. The games were fine. Uh, there was a couple of them that I'm excited about, but I need to see gameplay and I need realistic launch windows, even just a year. I mean, we didn't even get a year for Horizon Zero Dawn, which was, which is, by the way, called Horizon for, uh, Forbidden, Forbidden West. West. So, which the trailer was awesome. It got Loved me hyped it. up, and oh, I yeah. haven't even played the first one. But we have no idea if that's a t- game coming out in twenty twenty two. Exactly. Exactly. They really like they 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 met like. That was like the biggest Metroid move for me where it was like, here is some beautiful footage. We're not going to tell you anything and we'll talk to you later. And it was like, I do remember this kind of being the uh, Metroid Prime thing. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're just blowing it up and redoing it all. That's not going to happen here. (laughs) Guerrilla Games has done a really good job with this. This is their new franchise. You know, they're 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 fine. But still, that's how I felt. That's how I felt. That's how I was treated last Thursday. So, um, okay. So games, I think we've, I think we've, we've accomplished that. We can talk about, we talked about the event overall. Let's get into it. The system, the PS five was revealed. We saw it. It is interesting. It is bold. Um, it is not necessarily the move I would, I expect from Sony. Um, usually. And, I think because of it, it's created a very, um, very two-sided, you know, there's a fence and then it's like, there's not many people on the fence. It's one or the other. It's extremes. It's It's the polarizing polarizing design. It's bold. That's the first thing I said. I was like, man, well, this is bold. Yeah. They they got the design from night from a Nighthawk. (laughs) Yeah. So. I mean, and the memes have been fantastic. I mean, people had a lot of fun with the Xbox Series X. People are having even more fun with the PS5. And I've enjoyed every single bit of it. But 
Um, I think my response to it was I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Um, I, my, my biggest concern about it was how is it how is this thing going to age well? Because the way it you know the way it looks to me is like when you first pull out of the box you'd be like man this thing is crazy like an alienware computer you're gonna pull this thing out and be like damn that's a laptop it looks like a UFO and then <laughs> and then you know like not even twelve months later you're like this thing is ugly as hell like that that's and, and I know this because I've owned alienware products where I where when I unboxed my brand new laptop I was like man this is the coolest laptop I have ever seen and then like after owning it for a year I was like man this thing's really gaudy and kind of just over the top and like I you know like I almost feel kind of embarrassed carrying this thing around into like a like a professional meeting, you know, like <laughs> even though I'm a podcast company, like I got to go and like set up with this dude and do this recording. And like he's looking at this thing that that's obnoxious, glowing LEDs all over the place and just obnoxious. And so, you know, um, I feel like that's where the the style of the PS5 and even the dual senses come from. It's a very bold approach that uh we i don't think i can ever say i've seen from sony i've seen some beautiful designs from sony for sure i, I thought when the ps4 was first unveiled i was like wow that's sharp minimal beautiful give it to me and uh you know the ps3 when it launched i was like that thing's hideous but but the slims came out and I thought they were really good looking. I think the biggest thing for me was the PS2 was just a giant brick, but the PS2 slim was beautiful. So I mean, you know, we've we've seen their evolution, but I feel like always their launch system was pretty I don't know, reserved. And this is not safe. reserved. This is yeah, safe. This is not this one is not safe. And, and I'm, I'm, the more I'm detail sorry, the more details coming out about it is just uh big question marks popping up. What were you gonna say, Mickey? Oh no, no I just th I think that's just I think I'm still trying to do this generation, just make that statement. You know, it's like, hey, hey, we're bold, we're taking a big step forward, we're here. Uh, you know, get ready, get ready, and that's what this console is saying. I'm not too attached to it because it's okay. I mean, I I really don't care what the console looks like. I just want to see what the games what the games do, what what it do. Um, because they are going to redesign. I think they might take it back in the lab, listen to the feedback when they drop the slim models. Then they might make it look sexy. They might change it up. They might go back to the safe, boxy look or whatever. But you know, who knows? Well, I mean, we've we're in this world now where we're going to get a PS5 Pro. We're going to get a Series X Pro. We're going to get you know, um, a Model S or whatever. Like you're saying, the slim model or just a revamped model. Once they figure out how to manufacture different parts in a smaller form factor like like every generation does but you know and that's why like in real realistically in you know uh 24 to 36 months you're gonna have the uh, another version of the ps5 available to you you know that refreshed facelift or that pro edition or whatever it is so does aging matter as much to this thing Eh, maybe not but i just don't want to pull the pull this thing out of a box and because it's so weird, like the the fins that come off the top of it and everything, this thing's still made of plastic. So the last thing you ever want to do is when you pull a system out, it just feel brittle. It feel doesn't feel premium, right? And so when you pull an Xbox One X out of a box, the thing feels like you could chuck it against a wall and then hit the power button. Like it's just it's just solid. It feels good. 
And I, I feel I look at the PS5 and I and I kind of just feel like it's not going to feel like that. And at the same time, you look at the fact that they announced two models, an all digital and an optical drive. And this optical drive thing looks like it was like it honestly reminds me not reminds me. It makes me think that they were going to go all digital this generation. And then someone came along and was like, if you do that, you're fucked. Like literally that's what I think. And then they were like, Oh, okay. And they took an optical drive and fucking duct taped it onto the side of the system and then just melted plastic over it. And they were like, good. It looks like a tumor. It looks God awful. <laughs> when you look this at not the, a tumor. when you look at the digital version of the system, you go, this was their vision. That was 1000 percent their vision of this system when you look at the one with the optical drive you're like what the hell happened here two different teams or something i don't know but for me um i want the one with the optical drive if i'm gonna buy a ps5 but i also don't want it because it's ugly like it really <laughs> it really takes away from the concept of the system here's the problem <laughs> the whole time you, you said like what's this gonna be like when I pull it out of a box, if, 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 I, if years later I pull out of the box, what am I going to think about this? You're never going to pull this out of a box. You're only going to throw it out of, pull it out of a garbage can because <laughs> this is visual garbage. This, the, the design of the system is hideous. Everyone's like, oh, it's kind of cool. No, it's not cool. It's some weird black strip that looks like an <laughs> unshaved butthole with like paper oozing around it. <laughs> I, it's like it's it's like a turd in a clamshell i don't know what i'm looking at here but it's chaos here's my problem i like simple clean designs microsoft's like here's a literal rectangle i don't want that i don't want just a rectangle it looks like a fridge that's not a great design that's a lazy design and then sony's like hey look we just like got out like sculpting clay and just ran our hands up and down it a few times and this is what we got and then we slapped a disk drive on the side of it this i hate the way this system looks i don't want this in my home people are like hey nice modern art like i don't like modern art i'm not an idiot this is supposed to be a video game system <laughs> I like how I like I like how Dead I definitely went the grim route there. Like I've been trying to kind of stay in the middle here and be fair, but like there have been very there have been a lot of thoughts that have gone that way of of the Dead I rant there. But man, that was that was amusing. I already have someone in the chat telling me that we need to clip this uh, rant for, for a uh, for some social media posting. Can we can we can we go can you go back up on the chat like go go up to the. Uh... <laughs> A ghost walker in the chat his first the first uh paragraph and just yeah. read out from there you're talking about did anyone else notice that an art that the art world the ps5 is modern architecture and then the xbox series x looks like a skyscraper that made the empire state building what it is modern for the 30s uh if you took <laughs> if you took the xbox series x you could build an empire state building or a sears tower ps5 <laughs> looks like a siamese cat from lady and the tramp <laughs> It's <laughs> disrespectful to those cats from Lady and the Tramp, which got cut from the live-action remake. First, apparently, first of all, cats first of all, with all of the with Offensive. all the with all the rumors of heating issues that the PS5 had early on, also with the dev kit that looked like a giant V, this is so different for me. And so, give me the dev kit, please. The, <laughs> yeah, right. At least you can put a slice of pizza in there and keep it warm. Yeah. But, yeah. but. 
the thing about this system there every you know the people that are like all happy about it they're like oh yeah it looked this was this was the comment i forgot who made it i'm not trying to call anybody out but whoever made this comment like set me off a little bit they said yeah you can tell it's going to um move heat very well it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be fine it's not gonna overheat and i'm like Dude, what the f- what the hell are you talking how do you know that it's two giant slabs of plastic with little vents all the way around it that, that are supposed to disperse heat. How do you know by looking at an image for five seconds that you can say, yeah, that's got a good cooling system in it? A burnt <laughs> hot pocket inside the hot pocket crisper sleeve. There you go. This thing is going to roast. Yeah. And then you compare it to the Xbox Series X. It's literally a turbine it's it's literally a cylinder with Give a with a square thing. shell on the back or a square shell on the outside that literally says air goes in side a <laughs> air leaves side b uh equals efficiency like that's literally not, not to the point not, now mind you they uh, xbox also said oh yeah here here it is completely disassembled so you guys can see every aspect that makes the Xbox Series X. And we're going to let bloggers come into the Microsoft World Headquarters and take it apart themselves and put it back together so you can see the construction of our system and why we are excited and, and feel good about this system's power and cooling. Yet I mean, someone, someone looks at the PS. Someone looks at the PS5 in five seconds and goes, "Yeah, that thing's gonna cool great. Look at it. It's white. Like what? What do you mean? It's got white sides. That doesn't mean anything to do with heat. Like it's just. No, that's like, not true. When I go to Disney World, I always wear a white shirt, and it keeps me cooler. That makes sense, right? Yeah, but the center, places yeah, you out but the center of this, but See? the center of the system is also is is black. So I mean, I don't know. <laughs> It's okay. Can wear like, a white shirt. It would still have the same see? effect. The center can see? be black. I mean, it doesn't have anything to do with it. You but just you talked all this shit about this system. Stop debating me right now. <laughs> Listen. See, see the way it's designed. You know they say dark colors attract heat. So you slap. So you know you you slap you slap the white on the outside. It's gonna cool it going around the outside. Then the center is gonna be that 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 warm that nice. It's like, like you said, like a hot pocket. It's gonna be hot in the center, cold on the outside. Perfect. Biggie's talking my science here. Gaz, Gazby, <laughs> Gazby, rotten over here on mixers. That's saying USB exhaust blower over the PS5 vent might help. I shouldn't have to buy a USB exhaust blower. And also, in the past, we've known that those things being built by third parties co- sometimes cause more problems than they do help by forcing, you know, forcing yep. air through areas in ways that they're not supposed to be. But bottom line is this thing. Looks. They only showed it vertically, mind you. Okay, in the show, they only showed it vertically. We figured out why. Because the second we saw the thing horizontal, I was like, oh, this thing looks like the EMP museum in Seattle. Like, this crazy, like, art museum, as, as Deadeye was talking about, fine art. It literally looks like some abstract art building that you would, that you would go to when you wanted to, like, see some special exhibit. Like, it looks terrible like sideways and vertically the thing is the big oh by the way it's the biggest system this is room this isn't confirmed yet but based off of the math that people can do it looks to be the biggest system that sony's ever made bigger than the original ps3 i did the math i did the math this thing looks like a stormtrooper stormtroopers trapper keeper (laughs) Like they Storm? get a dossier with all the violations and Darth Vader's about to beat them over the head with it. Someone sent me an image of a modem and they put a white binder around it and they're like, look, I got a PS5 and it looked it looked legit. 
Jeez. But I it's mean, it's funny because of the glitch posted a mock-up of this thing in red and black, and it looked way cooler. Oh yeah, yeah. No, the red and black. Yeah, the the color variations. Like I said, if I could have got a black system with a with a PlayStation blue center. I would have loved like that would have been awesome. I would have been yeah. all like I think I, I think the design itself would have been better. I am not a fan that they're coming out the gate with with this just white system and white controller. Like that's like they've made white PS4s and everything before and and other and even systems before that and those were fine. They weren't the launch system. I've never looked at a PlayStation in a in a white color and said that's PlayStation to me. That's never been like the the like default you know, like when I think of Xbox, I think of the green, right? Black and mm -hmm. green. And sure enough, what's this original? What's this Series X look like? It's black, and on the top where the big fan is, it's Xbox green. S plain and simple. It's done and done. You know, and when you make special editions, cool. Make a red and black one, and make and make whatever. You know, go crazy. Make the cool one that that Miggy posted in Discord. That's that's a, a you know a Harley Quinn model. Like I don't care. But don't Please. launch with some weird coloration that's just not you. It comes back to the fact of branding. Branding, marketing, and just knowing knowing what people knowing your image and what people think when they see your image. And this doesn't like how come everyone goes, Oh, that reminds me of Alienware. Because that's what every model of Alienware is. It's either gunmetal or white. Like that's it. With blue LEDs and it's super over the top. And that's what you did. So instead of people going, Oh, that's yeah, that's Sony right there. Yep, that's PlayStation, they go, Wow, it reminds me of Alienware. Like I hear that's it. Which every brand I don't time. want to buy their stuff either. Alienware. <laughs> but you know, in the end, um the other thing that kind of came out was there was some leaked leaked information about the weight of the box like the overall package so that does include the controller and everything but the overall package of a ps5 box according to amazon uk was over 10 pounds now to give you an example of why that means this is probably the biggest system that sony's ever made is the playstation 4 pro was a whopping like 6.7 pounds so and, PS5 and you remember what the box looked like on a PS4 Pro. So this thing is seems to be massive. So then the question does goes, all right, well, where I like to put my systems in like a cube, you know, that's not gonna work. So now I gotta put it on top here. Well, is it gonna like I, I have my TV mounted on my wall? Is it gonna? Is my TV high enough that it's gonna that the it's gonna clear the PS5? I don't know because I don't want to lay it horizontally because it's ugly as hell horizontally. The system is weird, man. It's weird. I, I like. I can't hate on it because I do like Alienware design somewhat. I've explained how I like it short term usually, but it's just. I don't know. I wish I would have been a fly on the wall when, like, when those those decisions were made that that was the approved design. Like, that's what they were going with. Because it, it just saved them some time. Because they could have shown that in a meeting, and I could have been like, "Nah." And then they could have just went back to the drawing board. No explanation is needed beyond, "Nah, I ain't yeah. buying that." 
<laughs> just nah. Well, I might. I mean, I might buy it, but yeah. I'm not gonna be happy about it. Now, the last rumor that came out too was uh, we had a another uh, we had a price leak that uh, well, not a price leak, but a price posting that was um, converted. It equaled seven hundred and fifty dollars U.S. dollars. Um, you know, nothing's been confirmed, nothing's been denied, but that was uh, you know a lot of people want to call that. I think it was Play Asia that that did that posted something. And they were calling it a, um, you know, just a placeholder, not a big deal. But like, who picks that number as a placeholder? Like, when I set a placeholder, it's like nine 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 nine, or like, or or even add a few more nines, so it's ridiculous and no one accidentally buys it, right? If you're building something and building it as a placeholder, it's like ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. That's the price of it. And then when it comes out, it's a hundred bucks. You know, like that, like. $749.99 seems kind of specific. I got $3. So then they were, then I can they, tell you what I'm not buying <laughs> this for that price. Yeah. So then they show us two models of the system. And then you start to wonder, you go, Oh damn, is the optical drive system 750? And maybe the non optical drive system is like 650 or 600, you know? And then like, like that, Either way, both if that was the case, both of those are too expensive. It needs to be like four hundred and five hundred. That's what it needs to be. And I saw earlier in the chat that the, that some people were posting about that the price was revealed um, to be around that five hundred mark. But I then went out and checked all of our sources that we normally pull from, and I couldn't find anything about it. So I, I I'll have to, you know if that if information is out there, we don't know about it at this time in the recording, and we're still going with what uh, was previously known of the rumored 750 and people just being like, God, I hope not. But it just <laughs> seems, that seems like a really weird, like holding like price point. Mm -hmm. That's not your normal way to do things. So, but, um, overall the, my most exciting piece was they showed us, uh, you know, a, a DVD remote control that you can buy. Yes. Yes, I need. They that. showed us excited about that. They showed us accessories. We got to see the new camera. We got to see the new headset with 3D audio, which does sound like you know a cool a cool thing. We got to see the multimedia remote, right? Because we all all of us need one of those in our lives. Like this is the original Xbox all over again, where I have to buy the remote or I can't play DVDs. Maybe maybe that's what it is. But um. You know, and obviously they showed us the Dual Sense, and they focused on all the things that we already know about the Dual Sense. They told us nothing new about the Dual Sense, so I'm kind of at this point of like, we already know everything about the Dual Sense, and it doesn't seem like this groundbreaking controller that we're gonna love. It just seems like a rehashed Dual Shock Four that looks like an Alienware product now. And hopefully, and for the love of God, has a better battery in it. Yes, please. So the accessories were whatever. I mean, I expected to see a camera, you know, obviously that camera, it's going to lead to things like uh, they did show motion sensing controls. Again, they saw someone kind of like leaning the controller. So, I mean, hinting at the fact that that's still going to be a thing, which all makes sense considering VR PlayStation VR is still a thing. Um, you know, the original version is supposed to be compatible. And then of course we should expect PlayStation VR two or whatever they're going to call it. Uh, I would say honestly, right around probably the one one year mark of the of the PS5, if not sooner. So I don't know. I give it a passing grade. I'd say Sony came out, 
and they they got like a C plus. They got a C oh, plus. It was it was there. There were some games I care about. There were some decisions I was like I don't know, and there were some designs that that caught me off guard. Where maybe it seemed like it upset Dead Eye more than it upset me. I was just kind of like wow, what? And um, yeah. you know I don't know. I I think. Uh, it was okay. I, they have, they definitely have a lot more work to do, and they still need to prove for me. They still need to prove why I should be a day one PS5 buyer, because um, right now I'm not. What about you, Deadite? Uh, I, I don't. I really don't like the way this looks, and I don't want it in my home. <laughs> so. Uh... <laughs> I, I'm not real sure at this point what Sony could do to convince me to purchase the PlayStation 5 within, let's just say, the first six months. Um, I feel like Microsoft has continued to build uh, momentum for their players, and they've been slowly enticing me to consider switching over to the Xbox brand. And this PlayStation 5 reveal didn't necessarily do anything to sl to sway me back to thinking, nope, I need to stick with PlayStation. I need to stay loyal to the brand I've been with for a few years. So at, at that point, that is sort of a fail on Sony's behalf because as someone who's considering jumping, I'm still considering jumping. They didn't they didn't continue to win me over. I'd, if the system looked better, may maybe that would change my mind right there. I just don't like the way it looks. So I know that's sort of a petty thing, but I mean, I got to look at it, so... Yeah, they didn't show off any games. Like none of the games were like, "Oh, I need to play that." You know, like okay, oh, Spider-Man. It's not I a did full Spider-Man game. I did leave one game out that actually I really want to play, but it's still not enough to be a day one, and that's Godfall. Godfall. Yeah, yeah. I really did. Godfall had a really good trailer. It looks like a really fun game. Yeah. Um, but again, that uh, there's a lot of really fun games out on systems that aren't system sellers can i make a can i make a statement about godfall though and let, let me see what you think you remember the first cinematic trailer of godfall that we got that really kind of like set the tone of like what the hell is this yeah. and then we got a we got gameplay trailer on thursday my thought it, it looked fun but my first thought was why doesn't this look better yeah i, yeah, I instantly exactly. i instantly was like this looks fun and it's a loot slasher so i mean you already have my attention Especially if you were just saying this is coming out on the PS4, then I wouldn't even question it. But this is a PS5 game, and it just doesn't look right. And maybe they'll polish it up and everything will change. But but from what I saw there, which was a really fun trailer with some with some hype music, and I really liked it. At the same time, I was like, it should look better, right? Like this should look a little bit better, I think. So I don't know, but I still liked it. Miggy, final thoughts on the PS5 event? Well, day one for me. Day one for me. Um, unless, unless it, it all depends on the price. If the price drops, and it is going to be that seven hundred dollars, and I'm going to wait. But day one for me, they excited, um, excited me. Uh, be nice to have it, have it tucked in. Um, maybe put a black drape over it or something. But um, uh, <laughs> you know, overheat. Nope, won't happen with that drape. Resident Evil. Just put a big um, box over it and poke some holes in the box. There you go. Hey, there we go. Schrodinger's PlayStation. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited for it. I mean, getting getting used to it, getting getting the library, getting acclimated to it before um, I am, you know, make my transition to Xbox. So yeah, yeah, it, they they got me. 
Unless the price. There's a caveat. So there you have it, guys. We I think we, there's a there's a mixed bag of res, of opinions here. Um, you know, you know that Gamezilla and most of us here at Gamezilla, we support all all platforms. We want to see the industry do well, and competition drives a healthy industry. So we don't want to see Sony fail, or Xbox, or any of them. But at the same time, because we act this way, we have expectations that we hold we hold all groups to. And I think we've been critical of Microsoft and we've been critical of Sony now. We've definitely been critical of Nintendo in the past. And, you know, I think um, they both sides, Microsoft and Sony, have something just to, t- to prove to us still. But right now we know a little bit more. And with that all being said, I think the next generation is still, for me, very confusing and not clear cut like previous generations have been. In the sense of, well, what am I really going to get? What What is really going to be better for me? How is it going to impact me as a gamer? Right? That's the biggest one I think a lot of these groups are missing. Is like, you can throw numbers around and you can tell me load times are going to be better and you can say these things. But like, you really need to, you really need to connect to the gamer and, exp- and, and make them feel like, I need this power. I need this box in my house day one because it's going to make my experience better. I'm going to have more fun. I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to have an advantage over others, whatever, whatever it is that the gamer is looking for. There's different types of gamers. Like you need to be able to represent that. And I feel like Xbox has done a better job with that. And now they need to answer some of their game, you know, the question marks around their games and Sony still has a little bit of work to do i think on all avenues uh to really just kind of set up for their launch that is very quickly coming up i mean we're we're in june already this is this is our normal e3 window where we should have walked away with that the feeling that i'm asking for we should have walked away with it and we did it i don't think at least i didn't um and that's uh, now I think that kind of leaves us to ask you, the listener, what you think. And the easiest way to continue this conversation with us and, and explain to us why you're a day one for whatever platform you choose is by joining the Discord. So hop into our Discord today. You can get there from gameslomedia.com right on the community tab. Uh, if you watch us live on Mixer, we have links always popping up in the chat and everything. So there's many ways to find our Discord, but come hang out. That's where we are all week long when we're not doing the podcast. We'd love to talk more about this and, um, you know, just kind of keep building into the next generation of gaming uh, so we all can keep excited, keep hyped, and, and have a good time. But... I think that about wraps it up. We don't have a discussion topic today because this we knew that this was going to turn into a discussion topic beyond just just information. We were going to express our feelings on what happened and, and where we stand with the next generation. So this this really does wrap up the show this week, and we'll get back to a more normal, uh, structured show next week here on the Games Little Podcast. But before I kind of sign us off, do, was there any last words from uh, Deadite or uh, Player One Mickey. I, of course, want to remind everyone that if they go to gamezillamedia.com, 
not just the GameZilla podcast exists there, but many other great shows, including The Legend of Retro, our retro gaming podcast hosted uh, by a group of our friends that are extremely knowledgeable in the world of retro video games. Recommend you listen. Also, Noiseland Arcade, our Simpsons show, uh, Noobs and Dragons, Storytelling Tabletop, uh, Gaming Dungeons and Dragons show. Go ahead and catch up on that here. Uh, you know, if you're, especially if you're still locked in your house, now is a great time to do that. And Last Action Podcast, all things action movies. So those are all available at GameZillaMedia.com and any place that you listen to the GameZilla podcasts. Uh, so strongly recommend that. And again, if you haven't already, please sign up for our Patreon. Kick us a dollar a month or more, and it would mean the world to us. Miggy? Uh, I got nothing. We do game of the moment of the week, or? Oh, yeah, yeah. We can do a quick gaming moment of the week. That's fine. Miggy, why don't you start us off with gaming moment of the week? All right. Well, gaming moment of the week goes to this little mobile game that I've been playing. Um... <clears throat> Ha <laughs> ha! No, no, but seriously, uh, game over the week has been. Um, it's gonna go to Final Fantasy VII. I have been going hard on that game, Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, been having a lot of fun, been enjoying it. Um, and it's been great because uh, I've been streaming a lot. Like every time I've been playing it, I've been streaming it, and I get people in the in the chat that just you know give me tips. Like you know, just they they do the right amount. It's like boss fight coming up. Hey, you might want to use this element. Hey. Bring fire with you, do that, but they don't spoil too much for me. So pretty cool. I'm close to end game, so I'm thinking maybe this week I might uh, be wrapping it up and then doing a little bit of doing a little bit of retro Final Fantasy action. Very nice, uh, Deadite. What do you got? I continue to prove I am a changed man. The Deadite of never finishing and never beating games is slowly fading away to be a person of the past. Uh, in between. This recording and our last recording, I got the Platinum Trophy, the 100% complete for Maneater. Loved the yeah. game, had a lot of fun. I'll talk more about it in an episode of The Ridiculous I'm going to put on our Patreon, available for just $1. I'm working on getting that content together for everyone. But Platinum, it's my second Platinum Trophy, so it felt really good to get it from Maneater. Very nice. Uh, I mean, my gaming moment is... Uh... I have to go with Forza. I, I've been playing a lot of, of Warzone and Forza. And so uh, Forza, I've, I kind of broke past a wall with my, with my drifting skills and started to actually improve my top scores. And just the other night, I was able to achieve my new personal best, which is 582,000 on the uh, needle. The needle, which is located on the DLC pack of Fortune Island for Forza Horizon 4. And that puts me in the global leaderboard at number 280. So I'm very proud of that because I haven't been drifting very long. And the fact that I've been able to put it together and, and, and consistently, like, that was a really good score. But I'm consistent. Like, I can go down that road and hit 550. Five, I'd say 540 to 560 every run. So, like, it really has, you know, like the the uh, teachings I've gotten from so many of the Forza community that are, you know, top, top, some of them are top in the world for what they do. And just an amazing community that's been supportive and, and wants to see me keep getting better. Um, it's, wor it's worked. And just me putting time into it every night when I'm kind of, everyone goes to bed and I still want to game a little bit. I just hop on the needle and I just 
you know, make some runs and, and try to practice and it's uh, paid off. So being uh top, top 300 in the world uh, for this is uh, something pretty cool. I really like it. It's addicting. Now I want, I want that 600 K. But those are our gaming moments of the week. We're always gaming, and you can always find us on the Discord. So if you're looking to team up and find groups to play different types of games like Warzone, like Minecraft, like Forza, um, you know, there's there's all sorts of people playing all sorts of games, and you can find them all on our Discord. So please join, come hang out with us outside of the podcast. But all right. This has uh, been episode 315 of the Games Little Podcast. And like uh, Dad had already said, we want to thank all of our patrons. If it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be able to keep the lights on. And, um, you know, we've, we really appreciate all the support that we get from you. And, of course, if you can't become a patron, share, share the podcast. Wherever it is you listen, post on your social media. Talk to people about why you like this show. Let them know we're out there. There's a lot of gaming podcasts out there, but we believe we are one of the best. And now we just need you, your help and letting other people know. So, all right, everybody, have a great night. Uh, stay safe. Take care. And until next time, remember we are your free elite DLC for all your gaming news. And I did it again. I, I put the until next time in the front of that. But until next time, game on. Game on. Game on.